Well, hello, this is Bishop Harry Wood with Foundational Faith, and it's a beautiful day here in Germanton, North Carolina, where I live, and I just wanted to address that. I know we've got listeners that are listening in many different areas of the world, and we're so glad to have you today, and we noticed that Ireland has picked up in the percentage of who's listening, and we just want to give a shout there, but we're glad to have all of our listeners, and somewhere in the near future, we're going to be discussing things that... Um, imply about our podcast and uh, our podcast family of where we're being heard and uh, the percentages and things of that nature. But today we want to turn our attention back to the I am's of Christ that we have been doing. We hope that the study that we have been doing so far has been uh, very helpful to you. I hope that you'll take time today to listen to this podcast. We're going to be dealing with uh, the fact that I am the light of the world. I don't feel like we've got the ample time to really give to this topic that I would like to take, but I would like to just uh, give what we can today and hope that it'll be inspirational to you. I want to ask you to do today that that I've asked in the past if you're already a listener, but if you're a new listener, if you'll subscribe. That way that you'll know when our next podcast comes out. Also, we want to ask you to share and also with someone else, and maybe you would like to uh, get a group together and listen together. And also, we'd like you to contact us and give us a comment. Let us know that you're listening and where you're listening from. And uh, we would really appreciate that. We want to turn right now to a passage of scripture, and we want to look at uh, we want to look at uh, John chapter number ten in our Bible. And if you've got your Bible nearby, or if you can make a notation or later re-listen to this podcast where you can sit down with the scriptures, I know that it would be beneficial to you. Now, as I said, we want to turn to the 10th chapter of the book of John, and we want to indicate a period of time in the ministry of Jesus, and this would have been uh, what we call the Feast of Dedication in his day, but now we know it as Hanukkah, uh, a Jewish celebration every year in the winter months. Now, listen to what the scripture says in John chapter number 10 and verse number 22. It was at Jerusalem, the feast of dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believed not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and know them, I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave me gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Wow. This is powerful because Jesus is definitely relating to his relationship with his Father. He is identifying himself as the Son of God that we have discussed in some of our previous uh, discussions. Also, we have talked about how that he was the Good Shepherd and how that uh, he has uh, him being the good shepherd, that he was the door. Also, Jesus makes a statement here 
as he talks to these Jews that have come that are doubting who he is and wanting the, wanting to know who he is. And he is over and over. And even through the I am's, he is expounding on who he is. And he tells them that they're not believing the works that glorify uh, his father. And Jesus just bluntly in verse number 26 tells them that you're not my sheep. And he's talking to this group of, of Jews. And so we know that even in our previous teachings about Jesus being the good shepherd, there could have been several shepherds together that would have uh, went and uh, had their sheep together, but they each one would have known their shepherd. When the shepherd spoke, he would have known his sheep, and his sheep would have known uh, the shepherd's voice and followed that particular shepherd when they went out of the folds. Now let's move on to uh, our thought here in the reference of Jesus being the light of the world. Now, the reason I brought up this passage of Scripture in John chapter number 10 and uh, verses number 22 and a few after that, down to about 29 or 30, uh, we find that this being the time of the year that it was, and one of the things that's interesting is this would have been the winter before the spring that Jesus would have been crucified. So this would have been the last feast of dedication that Jesus himself, while he abode on the earth, that he would have observed there in Jerusalem, that of Hanukkah. And if you know anything from history, we understand that the Maccabean revolt that took that brought about the rededication of the temple around 165 BC. So that would have been uh, somewhere uh, 165 years before Jesus ever came on the face of the earth. This event is observed with the lighting of candles for eight days. Here one sees in John 10 and uh, 22 and even through uh, verses 42, the question by the Jews, if Jesus was the Christ and Jesus responds, as before, he is revealing himself with the I am statements and definitely with the fact of the lighting of the candles and the rededication of the temple, we understand the importance or can understand the importance of this celebration yearly of how that even the lighting of the candles, the lighting in the temple and Jesus being the light of the world. Now let's move along before we run out of time. As I said, there's a lot here that we want to deal with in a short period of time. As we look at John chapter number 8, I want us to look at verse number 12 because we began to understand how that Jesus is being acknowledged as the light of the world or the I am the light. Now in verse number 12 of the 8th chapter of the book of John, it says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, Now that's what I like is when the identification in Scripture tells us that Jesus himself is speaking. And then we see what he says. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Now, there's some things here in this passage of Scripture that is very powerful. First of all, Jesus makes the proclamation that he's the light and that he's the light of the world, that he is the light that's come into the world. And he also is speaking about the fact that if we will come into that light, we'll follow him, that we will not walk in darkness. And then he talks about how that we will have 
the light of life. And we can understand that of even being life itself and how that there is the need in the natural of our sun of having light for vegetation. So even in the spiritual realm, Jesus is the light that brings the brings the, the newness to us. And we understand how that even in scripture, Jesus uh Jesus actually is that that illuminates the earth during creation, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but even in creation we see that there was the the, the, the forming of, of that of the sun and the moon, but yet what light there was there would have been Jesus and him, Elohim, the three in one, Elohim has the light which is Jesus pictured here to shine upon the darkness. This allows a separation of day and night later in verses 14 through 19. This would be the first chapter of Genesis. We observe the creation of the sun, the moon, the stars that rule night and day to which will separate the evening and the morning. So we understand that there is this importance of light in the natural, but also it is bringing about the understanding and the necessity of how important in the spiritual realm. Light is essential for life and scriptural points to the importance of eternal Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus wanted them to know that they could walk in light and not in darkness. And we already read that in John chapter 8 and verse number 12. Darkness is death, but life but light is life. And we can understand that even when Jesus was dealing with Nicodemus there in the third chapter of the book of John, he is talking about Jesus reveals the truth about eternal life coming from him to those who will believe and receive him. Jesus is saying, I have come to illuminate the darkness, sinful world that is condemned already. And Jesus even makes the statement there in that passage of Scripture in John that many hate the light and will not come to the light. They miss entering into spiritual life. So as we understand through creation that Jesus and God the Father and the Holy Spirit were there, and we understand in the natural the creation of those uh, of that of the stars and the moon and, and the sun to bring about the light in the natural. But Jesus is the light of the world, and we see that Jesus here in verse number twelve of the eighth chapter of John declares, "I am the light of the world." Hallelujah. Uh, again, let me just say this. As Jesus illuminated the earth during creation, his coming in the flesh will illuminate our new creation. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 17 tells us that we can be a new creation in Christ. And then we understand that even John the Baptist dealt with the fact of light and even life. In John chapter 1, in verse number 4, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The life was the light of men. Now, when I think about the fact of John the Baptist, John the Baptist would have, even in the first passage of John, he would have talked about, how that, uh, let's look at verse number uh, four. Verse number four, the first chapter. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from John, of God, whose name was John. Now listen to verse number seven. 
The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Now, John goes on to say in verse number eight, and I think this is interesting and needful to say, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Now, we are understanding here through this passage of Scripture the emphasis that John the Baptist is making in the Gospel of John, how that there was Jesus the light, and how that he himself came to bear witness and to be a witness. So therefore, when we have had the illumination of Jesus Christ into our lives, and we are born again, we come into that acknowledgement of our sin, and we're willing to allow the light and the illumination of the Gospel of Jesus Christ the death, the burial, and the resurrection, the blood applied, our repentance, we can become new creations in Christ, and we have the light of have the light of Christ that's going to illuminate us and we can walk in that light. We can walk in fellowship with him, and we don't have to fear and worry about the darkness that may be there. Listen, when we walk into a room and that light is off, and it's dark in that room, and we turn that light on, we expose, uh, well, actually, we expel. We expel the darkness. We don't see the darkness. There may be shadows of darkness. Uh, I'm looking in my little study and office, and, 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 you know, I've got the light of outside, the sun coming in, and I've got an overhead light. I've got a light on my desk. So there's this illumination that's going on in the natural, but I can look in my little study and office, and I can see places in my bookshelf, and I can look in some places of the corner of the wall where the where, where there's light in this room, but there, there, there's that of, of not it being as illuminated or maybe a shadow because of the way of the light is cast. But John here is interesting because uh, John the Apostle, because uh, in his writing and John the Baptist saying that I'm not that light. Now listen, I think that's important because when we are believers in Christ and we know who we are in Christ and we have been illuminated by the word of God and the word is Christ. Uh, he is the word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we have that already established, that Jesus is the Word. So the Word is a illuminator. And once we have been illuminated in Christ, and we have come alive, and we're a new creation in Christ, now we are to bear witness of that light. I had a friend, a minister friend, uh, many, many years ago. He took a flashlight, and with that flashlight, he, he used this as an example, and he turned the flashlight on, and he says, uh, we're not a flashlight. And he said, but the flashlight represents the light, and it represents God being the light. Then he took a handkerchief, and he actually placed the handkerchief over the front of the lens of that flashlight. And of course, you could see the light coming through that handkerchief. Now, his emphasis was, there's the light. We're not the light. We're not the flashlight. We're not Jesus. But there's this veil, and it's the flesh. But yet, Christ in us, 
us walking in fellowship with him in the light, we have become a new creation. Just as John said, I'm not that light, but I'm to bear a witness of that light. And that light was shining on. You could not stop the light. The light from that flashlight was still shining. And it went through that veil, which was that handkerchief, and you could still see the light. Now, listen, we need to realize how important it is that we are the light of that of representing who Jesus Christ is, the light of the world. Now, I'm going to find a place to close with this. By no means do I feel like that I have exhausted this today. But what we do want to do with these uh, teachings is to give you a, a hunger to go and study and search the scriptures even more about these topics. So there we find that Jesus is the I am, the light of the world. Now, let's let's find a place and how to consummate this today or, or to conclude this. The consummation of Jesus being the light is also found in that of the book of Revelation. I'm going to turn to the 21st chapter of the book of Revelation, and we want to share just a couple, three verses there. I believe it's three verses. We'll start with verse number 23. And the city had no need of the sun, neither the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Now, who is the Lamb? It's Jesus Christ himself. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor unto it. And the gates of it shall not be shut by shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. Now we know when darkness comes and, and night comes, there or there is the darkness. But Jesus is telling us in the book of Revelation, when we come into the final stages of eternity, of that of going into the eternity, eternity and that of the new Jerusalem, we're going to see that there's no night, it's all day, and there will be the fact that he is the light that that actually illuminates that city and it will be that that illuminates forever the everlasting light so right now we have the opportunity to come into eternal life because he's the life he or he's the light and we have life just as plant life vegetation if it has the proper light we understand that it will grow it will flourish and we can do that in the spiritual maturity growing in the light if we walk in fellowship with him as he is the light i hope we've uh, i hope we've just uh, uh made you thirsty today to want to read and maybe listen to this teaching again uh, today and, and, and go in and, and maybe just the word light uh, and, and just expound on some more study yourself. But there's one thing we want to say in closing today. Thank God that Jesus is the light of the world. Thank God that he is that that illuminates that of the very souls that are dark and depraved in sin today to bring us to that, to the marvelous life which can be eternal through Jesus Christ. I hope this has been a help to you today. We thank you for listening to Foundational Faith and being a part of the Foundational Family. Uh, and as we continue to do these studies, we'll be coming back to you hopefully in the next week. 
or in the next few days, and we'll be touching on another I am, another I am of Christ. God bless you today. We want to thank all of our listeners around the world in the United States and Canada and Ireland and Kenya and that of Sweden and the Netherlands and France and Germany. Uh, Kenya, I don't know if I mentioned, uh, we, we just want to thank you for listening. And we're just believing that we're going to continue to have other nations coming and listening. And you know, we're all, all, we're all one kindred in Christ. If we know him as our Lord and Savior, God bless you. And we will be talking to you soon. Hit the like button, subscribe today and comment if you would like. Thank you. God bless.